What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Stay Amp Podcast. I am your host, King Ralph. If you do not know, Amp stands for Always Motivating Myself Positively Daily. I'm very, very excited to bring to you this episode, starting off March the right way, March the 1st, and this is the last month of the first quarter, everybody. So I hope that you've been going very, very hard on the goals that you set for yourself in the first quarter. Whatever those goals were, I hope that you've been going very hard because the first quarter is coming to an end. You started the tempo off right, and you know how you want to end the year off. So just keep that in mind. We're three months in, man. We still have nine more months left in this year. Let's accomplish these goals. Let's be great. It's 2020, the year of clarity. If you have 2020 vision, then you know what I mean. Speaking of 2020 vision, I no longer have that. I am now a member of Team Glasses, everybody. And this is amazing. I take the glasses off. You know, it's like Nintendo 64 view. I put the glasses on. It's 1080 HD. I'm telling you. I was like, wow. This is what it's like to have glasses, man. I didn't even know that I was that my sight was that bad until I took a took one of those exams. I was like, damn. Whole time I thought I had 2020. Not so much, but hey, it's a blessing to be able to afford the glasses. And I got a nice got some nice frames too, man. You know, they shine John, by the way. A slight flex. If that is any room to flex. But this episode is going to be entitled Down with Role Models, Up with Real Models. And man, I was, you know, watching this interview, throwback interview of Tupac, rest in power to the late great Tupac. You know, Um, I'll be the first to say I'm not one of the biggest fans of his music. You know, I do like some of his songs. However, I like him more as a humanitarian and an activist and what. He stood for for black people, you know. But the biggest thing about Tupac, Tupac was Tupac, regardless of how you felt about him. He didn't sugarcoat anything. He wasn't trying to be liked. If you liked him, then you liked him. But however, he was going to be himself at all times, man. And I heard this one, this segment from this clip. I think the uh, year was 1992. But I'm going to go ahead and play that for you all. I'm going to let you hear it for yourself. You know that people, young people, are going to look up to you. So you've got to be a role model. That's why you have to be real. A role model. I want to be, a, instead of a role model, I want to be a real model. Because mm-hmm. a role is a role. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I always play like I'm so goody-goody, then somebody see me doing something bad that every human being has to go through, and they're going to go, wait a minute, he ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll let him down. But if I be me, I can never let anybody down. Because yeah. I'm going to have to be me. Look, I don't know about you all, but... I cannot lie. I'm going to keep it funky with you. I agree with that man, Tupac. From that 25-second clip of what he said, I would much rather be remembered for being a real model versus being a role model. Man, hey, that was some real stuff right there. Look, and to be honest, everybody wants to be remembered in some shape, form, or fashion. When you leave this earth, you want to leave a legacy, you want to leave your mark. And if that's the case, why not have your mark, your legacy be a real one? You know, don't let it be something fake, fabricated. Be comfortable with being unapologetically your authentic self. And you know what? I take pride in that. I had a conversation with my mom. And, you know, if you know me, you know I'm a mama's boy. My mom's my best friend. Can I lie? You say whatever you want to say about me. But I don't play about that mom. I, matter of fact, I feel like there's any son, but 
that's neither here nor there. But we was having a conversation. She was complimenting me on my, you know, on my last episode, and she likes what I'm doing. But she did tell me, you know, she she wish I wouldn't say the N word, you know, which I frequently use, and I don't use it in a degrading way. You know, some people may feel a way about it, other people don't. To me, I just feel like it's a word, and you know where I grew up at. That's that's how we greet each other. What's up, my nigga? You know, what's up, bro? What up, cuz? Whatever the case may be, that's how we greet each other. And you know, she told me she would much rather me not use that word, and I definitely understand my mom. But what I told her is, you know, when I put out stuff and my content, what I say, a lot of people feel it and they respect it because honestly, mom, I'm not trying to be politically correct. I'm just being me, and you know that's where it hit me. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to continue being myself. You know, I I use profanity at times. I use the N-word. However, that doesn't take away from my character. That doesn't take away from the person that I am. You know, I have some great qualities about myself. And, you know, I respect everything my mama say to me. So I'm going to take that into consideration. Mama, I'm going to back off the N-word a little bit. However, I want to put this out there, everybody. Again, Mr. Tupac. The man had a way with words. When I use the word nigga, like I said, that's just how in my community where I grew up at, that's how we greet each other. For him, the word nigga means never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. That has a nice ring to it, my nigga. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that. But back to the topic at hand, you know. I can recall back to high school, and honestly, I think when I was in high school, it's really where I was most, you know, unapologetically me because, you know, I didn't understand what it meant to have friends or not have friends or what it meant to say things. And, you know, you want to, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So at that time in high school, I was just saying exactly what I meant, not putting much thought into it. Whatever came to mind, I said that. And, you know, I talked to a lot of my classmates. Um, and, you know, I'm blessed to do so. We have nice conversations about the past and what they can tell me about myself. You know, it, it's funny I always hearing about how you used to be because a lot of stuff I don't remember. But, you know, they can tell me a time where I said something or I did something to them, whether it was good or bad. But to this day, they still respect it because I was being myself and I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't faking who I was. And... I think during college, you know, because in college, that's when you really know who you are or where that's where you're really trying to build your identity, because that's going to be like the last place you really leave a mark in undergrad years. You know, you're going to do stuff when you get to grad school, if you go to grad school. But at that point, you super grown. Like, you know who you are. You know where you're going. You know what direction you're trying to head in or, you know, at, at least I would hope at that point, you know exactly what it is that you want to do with your life. But in undergrad, you know, you're going to be adventurous, you know. Um, and I went to HBCU. So the thing was, I went in again from freshman high school. I was still the real Ralph. You know, I said what I said when it came to my mind. And whether you liked it or not, I was going to say it. But, you know, when I started joining different organizations and, you know, I, I kind of saw that I was... No longer looked at as myself, everything now that I did was going to have a title attached to it. Ralph the Alpha, Ralph involved in the acapella choir, or Ralph in the Collegiate 100. Just different different type things like that. 
you know, I was like, man, you know, maybe I got to back off the pedal of being my, you know, being who I am. I got to be a little bit more sociable. I got to be well-liked at this point because, you know, not only will what I do or say affect me or how people perceive me, it's going to affect how they perceive my organization that I'm involved in. And, you know, that's kind of where I was, like, battling things. But now that I'm out of college and, again, I'm back to this being myself, Screw that, you know, be yourself at all times. and People going to like or dislike you regardless of whether you're doing good or bad. And I was playing a role at times, but now I understand that isn't, I'm not meant for I'm not meant to be liked by everybody. I'm not meant to be loved by everybody. You know, the ones that love me or like me, they're going to accept or reject me for who I am. And if you're sticking around or you're stuck around, I appreciate that. So we need to learn to appreciate those who are going to stick with us through thick and thin, love us through thick and thin for being ourselves. Now, that's not to say that we don't need to constantly make improvements to ourselves. Like, you know, you always need to be trying to evolve in some way, whether it's going to be spiritually, emotionally, physically, socially, you know, make improvements to yourself. But in the midst of making those improvements, don't change who you are. At the core, do not change who you are. You know what I'm saying? Continue to be you. And that's what really matters, man. Because at this point in my life, you know, I'm about to be raising two sons. And I could honestly give myself a pat on the back right now. Because my five-year-old, you know, little Ralph, everything I, everything daddy does, he thinks is golden. So I can honestly say right now I'm doing a damn good job of being a father. You know, I popped them glasses out today because daddy couldn't see while I'm driving. He was like, oh, daddy, you got glasses. I want some glasses now. I'm like, son, you got 20-20 vision. He's like, no, I want some glasses. You look cool with them glasses. And, you know, in the midst of me trying to tell him he don't need them because he got 20-20 vision and I'm getting old, on the inside, I was smiling because I'm like, you know, my son really thinks everything I do is cool. So, you know, I got to pretty much watch how I'm moving. You know, right now the game is chess is no longer checkers everything that we do now especially those of us who currently have kids and if you want kids you know being a real model is really going to take you a long way with them because we've made some mistakes and we have to make sure that we lay out the blueprint and give them the game so that they don't make the same mistakes that we've made we all have heard of the term generational curses and we've seen posts about being that change so let's let's not continue a generational curse let's Start generational healing. Healing, healing. You know what I mean. You know, why not let it start with you and trickle down onto your kids? So that's my message, everybody. Down with role models, up with real models. If you're a role model out there, I apologize. I'm not trying to step on any toes. Within your role, just make sure you be real. You know, it, that's that's what's up. Be unapologetically authentically yourself it's gonna take you a, a whole lot farther than it would with you being fake playing a specific role i'm king ralph host of the stay Amp podcast again amp stands for always motivating myself positively daily if you mess with this episode you're feeling what i'm saying please leave me a five-star review if it's your first time tuning in there's 12 other episodes that you can check out None of them are longer than 30 minutes. I would appreciate it if you would provide me with some feedback, whether it be 
positive or negative. I'm open to constructive criticism. You want to shoot me a DM, you can follow me on Instagram. That's K4EYESNGRLPH. And, you know, leave your comments there. If you, you disagree with what I'm saying, hey, let me know. I'm feeling that too. Peace and blessings, everybody. Stay out.